You want to go ahead and talk? <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> And that's Kevin. We haven't recorded in a while. Um, we, we try to get a lot of guests. And we couldn't we, get anybody. And when we don't have guests, sometimes we're reluctant to record. But at the same time, too, we should just do it. I think that's a reoccurring theme in our existence at this point is we should just do shit and stop worrying about it. Like recording without a guest or kickstarting or uh, things of that nature. Or pitching. Yeah, well, we're working on that now, and it's funny because um, I actually have, I'm looking at a pitch document in front of me at the moment. Makes me feel like a real amateur, but I guess that's the whole thing with pitching, because I mean, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It's very hard. That's uh, one thing that that, that we, we, we haven't really talked about this too much on the show, so it's good for us to address this one. Uh, we've been working on the Word Bros pitch. Uh, and sometimes, and, and pitching is difficult for many reasons. Uh, one of the reasons is because a lot of the times you're pitching blind. If you don't know someone at a company, you don't know an editor, you haven't made a previous contact, you could just be, you know, going to a company's website, copying an email address, throwing your pitch on there and hitting send, and you work hours, weeks, days you know, months on these projects and then you have to sit down and write your pitch and then you can spend days, weeks, months on that and you just hit send and it just floats out into the ether and no one may ever see it. And you may never hear about it again. Yeah, and that's it. And then so that's it's a just, possibility. Yeah, uh, that's that's a really strong possibility, especially if you're just pitching blind. So you really don't know. Uh, uh, what you're doing right or wrong, because if you don't hear anything, they don't like your pitch. Uh, and it's not like they're giving you critiques on the actual pitch, so you have no idea what you're doing. And it seems like all the companies, all the publishers, they all have different pitch. Submission guidelines. Yeah, so every pitch you write is different. So that makes it a little bit more difficult, too. Um, again, because you're trying, and then all the pros have different ways that they like things done. Like if you, if you Google search comic, pitch, comic yeah, pitch. comic pitch packages, Jim Zub has some stuff and Justin Jordan has some stuff. Um, Brian Michael Bendis has some stuff. There's all these different creators and writers and, and people out there, you know, pitching and they all have different ways of doing it. Like they all have different formats. So it's, it's just like you're literally pissing in the wind most of the time and you have no idea how it's going or what you're doing or any of that stuff. Well, but we can say we have been lucky um, on past projects we've pitched because we pitched the Elvis Adventures. Yes. And we got feedback from 
a publisher that we pitched Yeah, but we, we only got feedback on the artwork. We didn't get any feedback on the actual pitch itself. That's, that's true. You know, that's like... True. I but, think, but usually you don't even get that. So that's what I'm no. what I was saying. You don't even get that. So we got lucky with that. And yeah, that I'm happy. Fun. No, but we also had a contact there because we pitched it at Action Lab where yeah. I had Monty. So I wasn't necessarily pitching blind. They said nothing of the actual pitch. They just said, uh, they just gave us some critique on the artwork, which was fine. Um, same thing with... Um, with Fredo, when we pitched to Action Lab, they just said, we like it, but we're going to pass. And that's the same thing that What's It Called said, too, uh, Alterna. Wow. But they didn't, they didn't critique the actual pitch. Right, right, right. They just gave us little bits of information about the work, which is fine. But it's the, pitch, it's the actual pitch document, I think, that trips me up. Because writing comics is I don't want to say it's fun, it's exciting, it's it's interesting, you have time to develop your story, but a pitch document is like you're a salesman. Right, and, I mean, and, I, well, and, in fact, I do better pitching what we do in person. Like, if we could just do, like, a video meeting every time, I think we'd get stuff picked up, because we're both very energetic and passionate in person. Uh, it doesn't always come across on paper that way, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. So... Because I feel you. Because when I went to North Carolina Comic Con and met with uh, the, one of the editors at IDW, I, he said, hey, send me anything you want to at the end of the, the thing. And it wasn't like I was meeting with him on purpose. It was accidental happenstance. Yeah. So um, I tried to just be cool. But the whole time, you know, you're like eating dinner and hanging out with this dude. I'm like... Dude, I kind of want to tell him about my comics, but he's just talking about life, and I guess he hears about comics all day long. So I should shut my pie hole. Yeah, and that's what I did. You yeah. know, I just let him talk and like talk back to him like we were people. And and at the very end, he's like, he's like, hey man, like anytime you want to send me something, um, just get my email address from one of those two guys that you know. And I was like, oh, okay, word, I can send you stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. And uh, but I mean, and that makes pitching a little easier. But when you're pitching blind, you're just sending something to a website. So the habit that I got into was I've had one pitch accepted, and that was the pitch for Monty the Dinosaur. Mm. So I've kind of based all my pitches off of that one success. We, so we kind of had two. You got the F anthology. But we didn't really. Yeah, but that, was, but that was just more of like, you know, if you go to Alterna's website, they have like a little like fields you have to fill out. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like it, you just gave them like a paragraph and it was an eight page story, which was a lot easier um, because you're doing eight pages. You're not doing an entire, an entire uh, uh, arc of a story with different characters coming in and out and different plot points and character developments and things like that that you feel are really important but i guess at the end of the day the brass tacks of it like they don't give a fuck like they just i mean like it just needs to be <laughs> concise and interesting but it's just like man how do you i don't know pitching is hard that's a, it's my least favorite part of comics i think it's most people's least favorite part of comics and 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 you have to get and that has to be the best thing you write that's is the, true. Is the pitch document because that gets you in the door. If your pitch document sucks, you can have the greatest fucking seven pages of artwork anyone's ever seen. And if your pitch document's garbage, your book ain't getting picked up. And and I hate to say it, but I mean that's the real deal, Holyfield. Like that's the truth, Roof. That's how it is. I mean, that's 
the nature of the beast. Because, I mean, the art's only going to get you so far. The art can get you really far. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if there's two projects that are both very, you know, the art is on a professional level and you look at the, the pitch and one pitch is garbage and one pitch is on point, where do you think it's going? They're going with the on point one. Man. You know? So it's tough, man. Pitching sucks. And so... It's stressful. That's the part we don't like about it. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody doesn't like that part about it, you know? And it's just, like I said, there's so many different techniques. There's so many different formats. There's so many different rules from the different companies' websites, especially if you're pitching blind. You know, I know Dark Horse, they have a submissions agreement that, like, you have to get every member of your creative team. I can read it to you right here. This is their email. Like, they send you an instant response. You send them your pitch, and then you get this is an automated reply. Your proposal has been received and will be evaluated by Dark Horse senior editors. This message is the only response you will receive unless an editor contacts you wanting to publish your story. Please note that your proposal will be deleted unread if you did not include a copy of a signed submission agreement so they'll tell you straight out like if you didn't do that part of it if you didn't fill out the uh, submission agreement from all the members of your creative team you're out you're done they won't even look they won't even look at your shit and you were looking at and it's funny because people have complained historically about the dark horse uh pitching uh, uh, I guess regimen to be a total pain in the ass. And you were listening to a podcast that had an old editor on there. And I thought that was really interesting information. Share that with everybody. It's uh, I was listening to Scott Ellie on a podcast and he had said something about, it's just how if people can follow instructions is what he said. And they know that they can follow instructions, then they can take edits. Well, so if you can't follow instructions, then it's going to be harder to work with you. So this weeds out the people who can follow instructions from the people who can't. Which is really, that's really interesting though. I mean, like right off the bat, I mean, they're just weeding motherfuckers out that can't. Cause I mean, you used to have to like document your script a certain way because Dark Horse would want to see pages of scripts and you would have to document those scripts in certain ways. And they were the only company asking to look for scripts. And I can guarantee that you didn't write your script the way Dark Horse wanted it formatted, so you'd have no, because the yeah. formatting was fucking weird. Yeah, looking at it. Before. Yeah, because you'd have to go back in and reformat your entire script, and then it just kind of goes to the whole like, what the fuck am I doing this for? Nobody's there's nobody's gonna look at this. Right, right. I mean, well, that that's the feeling you get. It doesn't necessarily mean it's true, because we've been lucky enough to have stuff looked at. So yes, which good. is nice. I mean, I'll take looked at. Uh, I'm really happy about this uh, this feedback we've gotten on this pitch from a dude I know, a, uh, an editor named Chaz Pan Pangburn. He's a really good dude. I've never met him in person. Uh, we follow each other on Twitter. I know he's an editor, and, I mean, he crushed this pitch. I mean, he gave me all kinds of different things to think about, gave all kinds of different stuff for us to think about. So I'm really excited about going back in and, kind of tackling this thing because we've only sent it to one person um so yeah it's pretty dope that is the best thing about that is and this is always about getting better so yeah totally and that's that's what it is like if you can't take if you can't take the criticism if you can't take the yeah this pitch is kind of garbage then you need to get out because that's all this business is 
Get out of the kitchen, baby, if you can't take the heat, if you will. But all in all, the, the whole thing about pitching, I think, that makes it the worst, besides the pitch document, is the waiting. Oh, yeah, totally. I hate it. I'd rather just them look at it and be like, nah. And then they send you an email that says that. Nah, son. That's what the email should say. That's how you should know. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, yeah. it, should say, it should be nah, son, with a gif. Yeah, like a... Like that, a, yeah, that, that yeah, dude at the party with the red solo cup going nah nah with the yeah that guy. That's what it should be. It should yeah. be nah son, and then that's it. I'm like oh well, okay. you you do kind of get a nah son, and that is nothing. That's a cold shoulder, baby. That's, that's, that's your not, that's, that's your nah son. That's your nah son. Nah son. I'd rather hear a nah son. Because I mean, I was nah, telling son. I was telling Kevin today, like you know, we we're we're very fortunate at the moment to be working with. Um, Tony Gregori and Drew Moss and 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 Walter Osley, Walter Osley and and Ricardo on these really good books, on these really good pitches. With Walter, Drew, and Tony, we're only working on pitches. And like I said, if our pitch document sucks, then we might not get these books picked up because they're sound ideas. The the artwork is, I mean, phenomenal. Just from the thumbs I'm seeing, like I'm looking at. Yeah. Drew yeah. update. Drew updated the um the the Dropbox on these thumbs. Oh no, I get to see them now. That's and cool. there they are. I mean, like, oh my god, yeah, like look at that. These things are Holy fantastic. Shit, that third page is fucking great, dude. Yeah, I love that page. Yeah, so it turned out really cool. Yeah, and these are oh just thumbs. God. That's the same thing I think with Tony, like looking at Tony's stuff, like, man, these are really fucking good. They're just the thumbs. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like we're yeah. just looking at thumbs. Like, wait till there's actual artwork. So it's just kinda you know, again, you gotta get that pitch tight, baby. You got to get that pitch tight. And I guess it comes with experience, but it just seems like the more the more I write pitches, the more lost I feel while doing it. Yeah, because you never know like what sold them on it was the the art was it the idea was it was it the combination of the two was it the pitch the art the and the idea was Have it, I given them too much is it not enough like was it your social media presence or are they like oh well, this person can actually sell some books or move some units and it doesn't matter that their pitch is just kind of okay but the other stuff that goes with the pitch is good so you never know and well, that's I mean, the there, there, there is a company out there that asks like what tables, what shows have you been to? Uh, have you tabled at these shows? Like how many, like what's your experience in promoting a book in the past? So, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, there are companies that, that, that really get on that stuff because really what company asked that? Uh, Black Mask. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like when you go to their site and you pitch blind here, I'll show it to you. Cause I'm kind of, that's I mean, crazy. I never I mean, thought they would but, ask that. But I mean, if they want to know, it is something. yeah, it's something that, that they have to think about. Yeah. You know, they want to sell know, some books. Yeah, can you fucking sell this book? Can you go out and hustle and get this book sold? Here, I'll show it to you. We're really taking advantage of that share screen today. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it comes down here, story, yada yada yada, outreach. Outreach. 
who is the intended audience of your book? Have you ever marketed or promoted a project like a uh, project before? Tell us about the experience. What comic cons are you planning on table? At? I mean, they're asking some serious questions because again, like this is your baby. This is the thing that you've been working on for eight months, nine months, a year, two years that you've been slowly putting together, but this is a fucking business. And at the end no, of the day, that's true, at man. the end of the day, these cats gotta sell books, man. And like they gotta know, are you gonna be willing to carry your ass to fucking, you know, bump fuck middle of nowhere to sell some copies of this book, baby? You know, are you I gonna mean, be I would. I would go to bumpfuck middle of nowhere to sell some books, baby. Well, so would I. I mean, I got no I, I mean, I'll go anywhere. I mean, have books will travel, man. That's my motto. Like if I got books, I'm gonna sell them. So if you're an editor and you're listening to this, we will go anywhere. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. Yeah, I just, you know, I really enjoy Fucking Idaho? We're there. I've never been to Idaho. I heard it's beautiful. Neither have I, but, but fucking potatoes. I've heard I'm it's in. beautiful. I, I, even though I'm not really eating a lot of carbs, I've been trying to eat more sweet potatoes lately. I mean, I, I don't blame you. I'm just saying. We're there. Trying to lose, trying to lose, trying to lose some weight. Because you got all that weight to lose. Well, no, I mean, I, I, mean, I just got to get, mainly it's, I'm, I'm trying to get my cholesterol down. That's, that's, a, what, that's a good move, man. That's what I'm really... I have, I have um, genetically high cholesterol. My mom's got high cholesterol. Her mom had high cholesterol. So I, I've been working out a lot. My goal was to run 500 miles this year on the treadmill. What, where are you at? Uh, I got to do some math, but I, I had a, a January and February. I kind of slacked, but March, I've really been working hard. This So far in March this year, I am at... Let's see. This is just March. March, I've really kind of picked it up, which I'm happy about. Because what I was doing was I would work out for five days in 10, and then I would take 10 days off. And then I would work out five days in 10 and take 10 days off. Now I'm just trying to go more. Like I went the second, the fifth, the eighth, and the ninth of this month already. I didn't, I haven't gone this week, but I did do yoga yesterday, which was nice, but I'm going tomorrow. Did you do, did you do DDP yoga? Yeah, baby. The DDP yoga, it can it can cure your your crack addiction as well. Like, I've heard, I, I mean, I I, I, I I don't know if you know this. Before we met, I was addicted to crack, and then I started doing DDP <laughs> yoga, and I, it fixed all my crack problems. See, I thought something was up with you, and also also it helped Scott Hall. So yeah, I, I mean, if DDP yoga helps Scott Hall, it can help any fucking buddy. Okay. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> blown away by these notes, man. They're just really good. <laughs> He's still on that. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just good. Really, it's good that you are though. You know, I like it when you get excited. You're, you're very uh, passionate. So I get excited too. You have a propensity to ignite. I may have to take out this blah, blah, blah thing, but yeah, uh, it's definitely something that I think is cool. I'm really excited about it. And it kind of makes pitching seem less scary. Cause like, if I got, if we have somebody who we can go to who can help out with the process, that would be very nice. It, it always helps to have somebody that knows more than you, you know? That's one thing I could say about comics because I can say from my personal experience, I've been very fortunate to meet you and Drew and other people that we know that are, that are really awesome about what they've already been through in comics because you've been doing this longer than me. You had 41 way back Yeah, but nobody day. cares about that shit. And, 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 and nobody might care about it. You still did I learned it. stuff. Still did it. I learned, learned stuff along the bro. That's, that's I right. Learned, don't pay a dude money uh, before he starts working if you don't know him or you don't trust him. Don't Just don't give money to people on the internet. I got roped into that shit. 
Oh, you got your money back though, right? We, I heard fuck, about that story. Fuck yeah, I did. I got it because I put it on a credit card. <laughs> this, dude was, this dude was supposed to start the project. He's like, look, I'm going to start this week. I'm going to start this week. I'm going to start this week, but I need you to pay me. And I was like, all right, cool. I need half before I start. I said, okay, cool. So I gave him half. Um, and then that, then he ghosted me, then he disappeared. And I would email him every couple of weeks, be like, Hey man, what's up? He's like, Oh man, I just had a flood in my basement. Uh, my studio, the thing, this happened. My power went out. I had this, I had that. This went on for like two months. And I was like, look, man, if you don't start by Super Bowl Sunday, it's over. And, and I, I, nothing happened. So then I just I got my money back and he was mad as a motherfucker. I think I still have those emails somewhere. I can let you read them. <laughs> No, now see that's an experience I haven't had to have yet in comics. He just ghosted me, son. I've, I've been I've been lucky. Like uh, most of the people I've met that that draw comics are, are actually wanting to draw comics, so I'm I'm good with that. I'm good with not having that experience. You just <laughs> ghosted me. I mean, he just disappeared. That has never ever happened to me yet. I mean, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Now, now I've gotten the uh, the other side of that, which is, hey man, like I really like your work. We should do a book. Uh, sure, maybe sometime in the future. Like I've gotten that. Like, and I'm like, oh, maybe I came off too strong. Like I, I was serious. Like I'll actually get you to do a book. Like some people are like, are you fucking joking around? I'm like, no, I'll fucking pay you to do a book. Yeah. Do a book. And they're like. All right, uh, what do you got? And then I start throwing ideas at them, and they're like, "You really do have shit. You're you're fucking dead serious." I'm like, "Yeah, man, I don't play around. I'll ask anybody. I don't care." And I get made fun of for that all the time. These dudes always make fun of me. I mean, you know, it's just I just don't care because the worst they could say is no. I work yeah. in sales every day. No, I don't really care. I hear no a lot. No, I mean, and and I don't mean that in a in a weird way. I mean it in like a sales way. Like I hear no a lot in sales, and no doesn't discourage me in sales, and it shouldn't discourage you in sales. In other areas of your life, no means no, but sales, eh, I don't know, man. Because they say no Tuesday, but by Friday I got that display up in the store. So whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's you know, but there's a different. I mean, but there is a fine line between between being pushy and being i guess on top of it and you there are it's times persistent there it's are times persistent. there are times where you gently walk that line i, I do i know that though because because you're like man i felt like you were being too pushy i was like hey dude they i never heard a no once i heard once i hear a no i'll leave it be or a get out my face i never heard that either but your ass. <laughs> somebody says no i'll just say okay that's cool i've had a flat out no before that's fine I'm okay with no. No means no, then. Yeah. With, with a comic artist, no. Or most time you'll get something like, I don't have time right now. So it's not that bad. Yeah. Trust me, not that, trust me it's not that bad. No one, no one ever says flat out, just fuck no, fuck you. Like, I never get that. Like, yeah. It, it's just more like, I don't have time right this second. But get out I'll, my email face. You, I'll email you when I get some time, which means... I got plenty of money right now. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, which means I got tons. Of, I got tons of work coming in. Uh, I got lots of shit going on. I don't need nothing. Like I'm good, baby. I don't. I don't need nothing that you that you sell it. But as soon as I need money, I will hit your ass up. Believe yes, me. and that's what. And that's what. And that does happen. It does happen. It has before, I, and and it happened recently. And I had to say, hey, I got too much right now. Yeah, I can't really. Can't really do anything else right this second there's like four things there's four irons in the fire that's a lot of irons 
in the fire, baby. Yeah, I, mean, I, can't, I can't take no more irons in that fire. That the the the, the 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 pot in the fire is only so big. No man, I hear you. You only have four or five ladles in there once. Dipping into that soup. No, you're right. I mean, that's that's what it is. Sometimes you have to say no because you can't tell everybody. That, yeah, sure, you know. I'm okay with no for the for the most part. Like as long as they're not rude to me, I don't care. Even if even if they're a little rude, I can get it because I'm. Who the fuck am I to ask them to? Sometimes I, I weigh that. It's not like I'm going to go up to like Bill Sinkevich. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's how you say his name. And and um, Sinkevich, it's one of those two. Um, and be like, hey man, you want to do a book? Because that is like balls to the wall crazy. Like I'm not that crazy. Like we were talking about on other episodes. I try and reach up the ladder a little. People who've done a little bit more than I've done. Just because they already know what they're doing. And if they say no, it doesn't hurt my feelings. They're already they've already they're already more established than Yeah, me. but you but you can reach too far up that ladder. And I think you are you have been guilty of that in the past where it's like you've treaded too far up and motherfuckers are just like, nah, dog, you're like, nah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I probably have. Yeah, everybody does, you know. But I but I try. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep trying. I d I don't care about that. No, I mean, you have to try, or you're just going to make black and white books and going to sell them out of the back of your car or at, like, fucking libraries. You know? <laughs> and that's what it is. I mean, you have to make the effort, and that's why I like making the pitches, I mean, and getting advice from 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 people that are further along than you. Like, we have a dude that we know. Um, we've been lucky enough to get some advice on, on our book, Metal Shark Bro, from, like, a pro, like a pro pro, like a fucking exclusive at a company pro. And that's advice that we can't pass up. He had some notes for the scripts. We were like, fuck yeah, we're doing it because that guy is way up here and we are way down here. So, yes, if he has notes for our book, we're taking them. No, you have to. I mean, like, if, if you're going to get better, you have to you have to learn. I mean, you have to learn, man. Like, you have to be willing to kind of eat crow and learn how to do shit because I don't have all the answers. Neither do you. Neither does Kevin. This is your, And if you can get advice from someone that high up, you'd be a fool not to take it. No, you would totally be a fool because if you look at the ladder like we're talking about, that dude's not on the top rung of the ladder. He's, He's pretty plastic. He's on the plastic part that you're not supposed to stand on. <laughs> <laughs> the one that says, do not stand, he's up there. He's, up he's there. standing on it. So if there. he's standing on that, and, and you're at the bottom rung, then you damn sure better take yeah. that advice. Kevin, we're holding the ladder, bro. <laughs> we're, not <here. laughs> we're not even on the damn thing. We haven't even right. got on the ladder yet? No, dude. No, no. we're working yeah. on it. But yeah, but that's what I'm saying, man. Like, you'd be a fool not to take that advice. It's like if you're an artist and you go to a show – and they are doing portfolio reviews, and some pro is going to give you a portfolio review, you'd be stupid not to take his criticisms. This is the exact same thing. That's true. You know, like, why bother then? Why bother to take the advice? I'm just rethinking the comics ladder now. Like, I'm, since we're, not, we're holding the ladder, now I'm, like, thinking maybe it should be a comics escalator, and we just haven't... I, would, I feel less bad about not stepping on the escalator. Right, here we are, yeah. The lazy. Well, we are. We're just... We're like the two <laughs> dumb old ladies that are, don't know how the technology works, and we're just afraid <laughs> to get on it. Like, I don't know about this. And then we put, sure. we put one foot on, and it goes up high, and then we yank it off real fast, because <laughs> this thing's going to eat me. Yeah. 
There was the devil in there. That, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather it be an escalator because that 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 just equates to fear versus like I'm lazy and don't want to step up the ladder. Yeah, I just you know, I mean, I wouldn't get on a ladder. Are you fucking nuts? I hate them. no, I ain't no way. You hate ladders? I don't. I don't like heights. Like oh, we, I used to have a problem with that. We went on vacation um, to where the fuck did we go? Uh, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Don't go. It's not worth it. It's like. It's like a a redneck kind of white trash uh, Atlantic City. Like that's the easiest way to describe it. It's it's like it's like it's like every tourist strip, but in the mountains. But this has a southern feel to it because it's in the, the Great Smoky Mountains of Tennessee, and, and and Dollywood is there and all that stuff. And Dolly Parton's the best. Like I'm not. This has nothing to do with her. Don't get me wrong. She's amazing. She's given away like a million free books. But we were at this place called like the World of Wonder or something. And like you, you, you get my kids wanted to go because the building's upside down. Like, okay. It's like this crazy, wacky place where they have like wacky shit going on. And they had this skywalk thing where you would that you would wear this harness and put the harness on like a wire that was above you, and you would walk up some stairs, and then you would just walk on like various tight ropes. And you would do things, and you were hooked on to, like, uh, I guess, like a wire, so you were safe. And I got up there, and I almost I cried, like I was so petrified to move, like I was. It was awful. I hated every second of it. Wow, like, I, that's I, crazy, dude. I'm deathly afraid of heights. Like I always have been. I always will be. Like I just, it's not my thing. Like I remember being a kid going to the top of. We, there was a, you know, this place, King's Dominion. Yeah. They have a mock Eiffel Tower there. They do. And my sister and I went up to the top of it, and I could not bring myself off of the wall of the Eiffel Tower. The open heights freaking me out. Like, I, I wouldn't do it. Like, I wouldn't come off the wall. I was just kind of pressed to it. Like, my body was a magnet, and I was <laughs> stuck, stuck to the metal that was the wall because I just I, – I, I can't stand it. I hate have it. you tried zip lining or something like that? Oh, fuck you, man. No way. I did it. I did it. I was like – I was just we, we were in we were in Helen, Georgia, again nice. on vacation, and they they have mountains. It's very mountainous there, and they have this uh, zip line place where they're like, "Hey man, like you go up this mountain trail, you you hike up the trail, and then you you get to the top, and then you zip line down." So that's what we did. We hiked up the trail, we got to the top, and they put the harnesses on us, and they they clip you to the wire, and and they go like. You gotta jump. Like we won't push you. So you go when you're ready and you have this little thing in front of your hands that you hold on to. And uh I was like, Well, it's now or never. Either I'm gonna do it or I'm not. So I, I ran back and got ready to jump and then I, I, I chickened out the first time. I was like, Oh no, no, no. Because <laughs> I look because what happened was I looked down before I jumped. Yeah, it's oh, never good. Yeah, yeah. It's never good. And they're like, Yeah, that's hundred and seventy five feet. And I was like, oh, and I looked above me too. Like I was like, oh shit, am I am I up here? Like I don't. I shook the thing. They're like, oh no, you're good. You're nah. good. Like, nah. I was like, all right, man. This time I'm not looking down. So I took the running back and I just ran and then I left and then I and I had at first I was in like fetal position, full on, like oh shit, and that just makes you go faster. Oh wow, because like, <laughs> you're curled up, so you go faster. So it's like, <laughs> and I was like, oh god, this is kind of scary, and then. You have no choice but to look down at sometimes because, like, yeah, you, see, I, you I, I come would... and land on this other ramp because you're going like 
like little like tower ramp wooden things, wooden structure from one to the other all the way down the mountain. It kind of goes in a in a thing. And when you get to the last one, you either bungee jump or rappel down, and it's sixty five foot. So um, I rappelled down because I'm not a crazy person. Because I looked and I said, no, there's no way. I don't care if I have a bungee jump. <laughs> like, I thought about it for a second. I was like, nah. If you gave me a couple beers, I would have done it. Yeah, but then you might have barfed all over the place, too. No, I would have been fine, but I would just would have had the balls to do it. Like, I would have been like, all right, fuck it. All right. But, yeah, yeah, I would have just had the, like, the liquid courage to just be like, all right, it doesn't matter. <laughs> if that would have happened, that would have been funny as hell. That would have been, that'd have been funny. Uh, but the girl I was dating at the time, she just straight bungee jumped off of there, and I was like, you are a fucking nut. That's because she's like, a crazy person. That's why I, I called her a crazy person. I said, you're a crazy person. I was on the ground already, and she was like, you didn't think about bungee jumping? I was like, no, not really. It, took, it crossed my mind for a second, then I went, no, no, because it's face first. Like you, yeah. I can't do it face first. So I was like, oh, man, my face is going to splat that ground. I know my luck. Like the bungee cord they gave me is going to be too short. It's going to smush my face. Like There's going to be like a muddy imprint of like face and beard on the ground. So that would have been terrible. So I was like, no, nah, no, nah, you go ahead and go. She jumped down and she was fine. But I, I was like, mm. Not I said to fly. They have a smaller one. They have one that's like a smaller one that's like 40 foot in the air. Is that too, uh, is that too tall? Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. think so? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one didn't look as scary. So her no. son did that one. And, no, no, uh, and he it. had fun with it. Not doing it. Not doing it? Not doing it. I'm good. <laughs> No, son. No. Come on, man. You got to try one ice cream. I'll give you ice cream. With one. No, I'm not doing it. No, I do. I, this, I couldn't. No, man. No. If you would have seen, no. There was no way. No, no, I'm not. I'm done. I'm out. Like, we're, going, we're coming to Virginia Beach for vacation this year uh, against my, my better wishes, and I'm dragging my feet. And again, my wife wants to go to Bush Gardens, which I think will be fun. 20-year-old me thinks, like, yeah, that would be awesome. 40-year-old me, not so much. I don't think I'll ride four things because last summer my mom was here and we went, there's a little amusement park down the street from us called Coney Island. And uh, I went on like the battering ram style ride, you know, the battering ram they have at Bush Gardens. I thought I was going to die. Really? Yes. Cause like people say your body changes as you get older and you're not into such things anymore. And I honestly felt like my fucking heart was going to stop. Like I thought I was going to vomit. Like I started getting like, cold sweats and you know how like sometimes when you're gonna puke your mouth starts kind of watering in the corners yeah that's felt like yeah that that was happening all right there like I so like so no was, roller coasters for you at bush gardens i don't know man i mean i don't know what i'm gonna do because the, the 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 griffin one they have is actually pretty intense no, just, don't sit, just don't sit in the front if i ride anything i'll just ride the Loch Ness monster and be done with it because that's always been my favorite roller coaster I think they might be getting rid of that soon. No. Yeah, man. That's the dumbest thing I've ever They heard. got rid of the Big Bad Wolf. That's I know cool. that one. They got rid of that one before I moved, but they can't get rid of the Loch Ness Monster. That would be the stupidest thing ever. That's the best roller coaster. <laughs> that was the first roller coaster I ever rode. Like, that was the first one I was tall enough to ride. The Loch Ness Monster was the one. The first man, one I remember when I was living in Richmond, when I was living in Richmond, I'd uh, go into VCU. You have to go, you have to drive by Bush Gardens in Williamsburg to get to Virginia Beach. Correct. And I, ha- I had a season's pass, and I would just sometimes stop and just ride the Loch Ness Monster. That's crazy. 
I loved it. I mean, it was free. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, I just, it was just crazy that you would just think of that. Like, I want to ride the Loch Ness Monster today. So I, I love the Loch Ness Monster. It's my favorite roller coaster. Uh, the first one I ever rode was Big Bad Wolf. That one really? Away. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. That was, I like the cars not being attacked. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, because of that drop with the heights. And, yeah. uh, and my cousin, uh, my cousin's name is Brian, and he's, and he's older than me. So uh, I think he was like 18, and I must have been like 13. And he was like, you got to ride this one because you can't come to an amusement park and not ride the roller coasters. And I was like, man, I'm not riding any roller coasters. I'll ride a lot of other stuff, but I ain't riding no damn roller coaster. Yeah, and sure as shit, he's like, well, we're going on the roller coaster. So either you come with us, or you get left here. And I was like, oh, shit. So him, him and his girlfriend get in the roller coaster. And I have to get in the roller coaster, too. Now I'm going can... to finger bang my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's messed up. He, so he's like, get on, get on the big bad wolf, and uh, I'm scared. I scream my damn lungs off, and, and 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 to make matters worse, he put me in the front car. Nice, because I had no idea what was going on. He was like, "You're gonna shit your pants. You gotta so, do it. You gotta do it." It almost happened. It almost happened, and he thought it was extremely funny. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what happens when you listen to Motley Crue in the 80s. It was like a Beavis and Butthead cartoon. There you go. That's all you can ask for right there, right? Like, I have a bitchy Camaro. You need to get in the front, bro. I'm going to finger bang my lady. <laughs> he didn't say that. So. I, don't, I don't think he would have said that. He, he wasn't that big of a He wasn't that big of a dude. All right, well, that's Just good. a little bit of a dude. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to us complain about pitching. Hopefully your pitches land and you have better luck with it. Um, and, and to tie it all up, pitching can be a roller coaster. That take a bow, Kevin. Take that a was bow. good. Wasn't it? That was, that was good. Don't say, you know what? Don't say anything else for the rest of the pod. And get us out of here. All right. So thank you for listening to the word bros. And we will talk to you guys next week. Hopefully with some guests, if not, it might just be Kevin and I. So we'll talk to you soon. Later. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com.